0: Welcome to Unlock Your Magic, the podcast all about living authentically and doing life on your own terms. My name is Christine, I'm your host, and I invite you to come on a journey with me to discover what it means to live an authentic life, looking at the messy bits of how to get there, and hopefully picking up some tips and tricks along the way so that you can start living life as your truest self. Welcome back to another episode of Unlock Your Magic, and today's guest is Melody, who is a copywriter and editor living in beautiful Singapore, Um, and she has a master's in linguistic, and she actually left her dream job to pursue her dream life. She believes in designing her life around her bucket list. I can't wait to dive that into her. And when she's not geeking out over language, she can be found exploring uh, Singapore for the best food and swooning over home design stores. So welcome, Melody. It's so lovely to have you here uh, from hopefully sunny and warm um, Singapore where it's gray and dark here in, in Dublin, but welcome.
1: Thanks, Christine. Thanks for having me. It's actually kind of gray here as well. These few days, it's usually quite rainy in the tropics when it's November and December. But yeah, thanks Thanks for having me. Um, I'm really glad, glad to be here. And yeah, I'm Mel from Fresh Pages and I have this boutique copywriting agency. And as you mentioned, I'm based in Singapore, but I'm serving businesses worldwide.
0: Amazing. And I love to kind of dive right in, right? Because when someone tells me, I left my dream job to pursue my dream life, I'm really curious of what does that mean and where did you start and what was your dream job? And yeah, tell tell us about that.
1: Okay, where, where do I even start? Um, <laughs> right. Okay. Let me just tell you about my dream job first. Um, my dream job was working for a design magazine in one of Singapore's established news agencies. And it had been my dream job since I was 17, actually. And I'm now 33, and I've just left it. So it kind of feels like a roller coaster, ride, But also, it was a good experience. Mm. Mm.
0: Amazing. Yeah. So, so you went in and, and worked in the like this amazing magazine. um, And it, it sounds like you had the life, right? It kind of sounds like you kind of like I did. You know, yeah. glamorous and, you know, it sounds all that. So, so what made you? realize one I think that you know that dream job may not be your dream life and what Mm -hmm. does your dream life look like
1: that's a good question so um I I took on this job when I was I think 30 years old and just back then I had finished my master's in linguistics and this seemed like you know my dream job because it was writing about design it was at a magazine and like you said there was that glamorous side of it but I think a few years on I realized that it didn't quite fit my dream life because it was a very contained version of what my identity should be if that makes sense Explore um, that a little
0: bit. What does that mean? Like, what what do you mean by the identity? Like- I feel like all
1: of us tie our dream jobs to a certain dream identity of ours. Like we should be doing a certain, We should we should be living a certain lifestyle. We should have a certain car. We should have a certain circle of friends or dress a certain way. And very much, I think most of the time, having that dream job is tied to that dream identity. So for a lot of us, Getting that dream job is kind of the attainment of that lifelong dream identity. Mm-hmm. And it's equally hard to relinquish because it feels like that part of your identity is something that you have to give up. Mm.
0: So it's really living for other people, right? Or kind of thinking that of this is the life that I should be having. And once you have it, you're like, wait, is that it? Is there, is there? Guess, yeah. yeah. Is. So, so um. then tell me about what your life looks like now and what, what does your dream life look like? And how did you figure out what that even was?
1: (laughs) My dream life is waking up at 10 (laughs) a.m.
0: Totally possible.
1: (laughs) Yes, Um, I think my dream life um, is something that came into shape gradually. You know, your dream life looks different at every stage of life. So when I was in my 20s, for me, that looked like getting up, putting on a nice dress, going to that dream job, you know, um, mingling with people and then coming home. Um, you know to my husband and things like that but right now in my 30s my dream life looks more like freedom of time rather than money or a certain lifestyle image so for me my dream life is having the ability to go wherever I want do whatever I want so being a digital nomad is kind of part of that Um, and it also means rejecting certain images that um, I may have built up for myself and other people may have built up for me.
0: Mm, Yeah, and Mm. that's always the essence, right? For me as well, to live authentically. It's like, okay, well, distinguish between, between, okay, this is something that I've taken on from family, friends, society, teachers. And then Mm -hmm. I think that the beauty is to try and figure out, well, who is, you know, Melody underneath all of that? And so I'd love to know Did you do anything to kind of... What was like an aha moment of like, oh wait, that's not who I am. That's not what I want. And yeah, tell us about that.
1: Sure. I think there wasn't a particular aha moment. Thinking back, I feel like the pandemic really helped me to shape who I want to be authentically because it gave me the time to step back out of that hectic lifestyle and think about, you know, do I really want to be this person um, and I also I think withdrawing from society you know at the point of time when everyone was lock, locked down um, I didn't have to see relatives or friends and all I had was the company of myself and my husband and I feel like that helped me to really sit down and think about the kind of life I want to build without you know the weight of the expectations from other people
0: yeah, I think the pandemic yeah. really did did do that for a lot of people and, you know, kind of pivoted for, for a lot of us. And I suppose the one question that I always like, so so what does living authentically and on your own terms mean to you? If I, you know, like now and actually if I had asked you, like for the pandemic, would have, that have been different?
1: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if it would have been different, but for me, living authentically is to be true to yourself one quote that has always motivated me um it it helped me get through like leaving my previous job which was being a teacher and also leaving this dream job was this quote by mary oliver um that says what is it you want to do with your one wild and precious life Mm. and that quote made me realize that You know, life is just that short and you don't really have enough time and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, So yeah, living authentically to me means sitting down and living a life by design and not just going along the rails that somebody has set for you, but laying down the rails yourself. Um, So that was one thing that inspired me. The other thing that inspired me was the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Mm, and he has this section in there that is about dreamlining and I think that really kick-started the entire thing when I thought you know what's possible if I weren't afraid and that you know started the whole chain of like okay I would leave my job I would probably try to design a life like you know a certain way and things like that I think it's definitely easier said than done and it's also because a lot of us have societal expectations that are put on us by family especially in an Asian culture I think you know we have this expectation of us by parents and by our in-laws that you know we have to hold a certain job and a certain kind of salary and be a certain kind of person to be deemed acceptable in Singapore especially I think that is very um, the, the definition of success is very straight and narrow it is yeah. getting better these days, but yeah, I guess if there was one message that I would want to spread to people, it would be that you know your success doesn't have to be defined by anyone who doesn't live a life and who doesn't pay your salary. Okay, maybe maybe that's question. <laughs> no,
0: better. that makes total sense. <laughs> and, and you know, I I'd love to dive into that a little bit if you don't mind. Um, yeah, like I can only imagine like courage it takes to follow your own dream then and follow your being authentically, you despite it being probably frowned upon by family and friends and really not understood because I think in the West here like it's a little bit more I don't know I want to say common but it's probably a little bit more accepted than in, in in Asian cultures like you say. So yeah, tell me a little bit about like how did you come up with the courage to to do that and kind of say, well actually no, that's not why I want my life to look like.
1: I feel like it's not anything special. Like sometimes I do get friends saying, oh, I wish I were brave enough to do what you're doing and things mm. like that. But I feel like it's something that everyone can attain and it starts with, Um, how do I say this? I, I need to think about this for a moment. <laughs> okay. I think you have to have a compulsion that is deeper than your fear of being seen as unconventional. Mm, Wow.
0: (laughs) That is, yeah. And it's, yes, it's, you know, but it's, that takes so much courage. And I know you kind of say, you know, it it doesn't feel like it, you know, I've been told that too, but there is that, there is, you know, in in other people's eyes, it's a lot of courage where I think sometimes that's that inner, inner fire. I was like, staying where I am is worse than changing and having the pain of being misunderstood or being, you know, seen as weird or awkward or, you know, was like, what is she doing in, you know, one breath? It's like, Oh, I really admire what she's doing, but I could never do that. I'm like, why is she doing? I think that's, that's amazing. I, I love that. I really, really do. It's just, I think it's so important also as a, being a role model, Right. it was like, OK, like because we live by example and, mm-hmm. you know, actions speak so much louder than words and you living your authentic life and, and, you know, quitting that job, even though it was your dream job to kind of realize, well, actually, that was a different Melody's dream, you know, not not me. So I absolutely, absolutely love that. So tell me what your life looks like in this moment after having, you know, um, done your master's in linguistics, after quitting that amazing job. What does a day in, in Melody's life look like today?
1: I'm, I'm not going to paint like a like a beautiful picture because there are ups and downs. Like I, exactly. I would like to say that, yeah, it's like a fantastic life right now. I get to do whatever I want. Um, I, I think for the most part, I have achieve that kind of freedom that I want but also there are the um not so good sides and I think that's what everyone has to live mm-hmm. with or like you have to choose your path right so um, there are times when I ask myself should I have left and you know maybe could I have gotten promoted or something like that when if I had stayed um, but I think looking back I probably don't regret it there's this framework that I read about um it's called the I think I think it's like the 10 year framework have you, have you heard of it No tell me about it It's um I can't remember where I read it exactly or who came up with it but it was something like you know if you are struggling with a decision mm-hmm. um think about it from the future point of view like how would you feel about making this decision if it were already 10 minutes past the decision 10 months past the decision and 10 years past the decision So for me, leaving that job that I really loved, um, 10 minutes later, I I think I would have probably felt like regret and like, what am I doing? And it really did feel like that. Um, And I thought maybe 10 months later, I would still look back with fondness and sometimes question myself. Um, But I don't think I would have regretted making that, that decision to leave. And 10 years later, I probably would have felt like, yes, I did make a very good decision by leaving the job and it wouldn't have turned out so well otherwise. Mm. So that kind of gave me the courage to click send on my resignation letter.
0: Amazing. And that's such a good, that's such a good way of looking at things, of like making decisions and making big life-changing decisions, right? And it's like, yeah, would I regret it in 10 minutes? Well, maybe I kind of feel the aftershock of the vulnerability of like, oh, what did I just do? But you know, if you look at it from a long perspective, it's like, oh yeah. I love that. I really love that. I'm going to, I'm going to take that on, on board. uh, Definitely. Um, (laughs) um, So I suppose what I'm also really interested in is, do you have any tools and tricks and bits that you use on maybe a daily basis or kind of whenever you're kind of going through change and kind of really, because like you said, there's ups and downs, right? there's mm-hmm. ups and downs in in living authentically for me too and we have to kind of always remember oh you need to get back to my north star or whatever you want to call it or and and i find that it it takes tools and practice to live this way so i'm wondering is there anything that you do on a daily basis or you know whenever you need to make decisions
1: mm, maybe not on a daily basis but one thing that really helped me was writing down that dream situation that I want to be in and this was taught to me by uh, my business coach yeah. she said you know um, write down what well, you know, um, let me rephrase that she said write down um, a situation that you're in um, and make it as concrete as possible so I wrote in December 2021 when I was trying to get myself you know out of the job um, I wrote um, can, can I read it out like yeah of course <laughs> go for it okay I'm a little shy to, to read it out um, but mm-hmm. it's it's not that long it's still, it's still quite short okay so this was when I was in that mindset of like oh you know should I leave like this job is pretty okay I, I guess I could you know do this job until I retire um, at the same time I was asking myself do I really want to confine myself to this one job and you know have my expectations of my dream identity changed So writing down this visualization helped me to really concretize what my dream life was. Um, So it goes like this, Um, I'm a little bit shy, but anyway, I wrote this in December 2021. It's late morning, but it's cool. The sun's rays woke me up. I haven't heard the sound of an alarm clock for months. In fact, what I do is hardly governed by time now. I'm sipping tea and getting ready for my work day with my laptop open on the dining table. Today's office is the dining room of my Airbnb that I've been renting for the last couple of weeks, and my office view is breathtaking. I can see the sunlit hills of southern Spain stretching into the distance to meet a blue spring sky. Already, I'm mentally counting how many hours of work I have to do before our plans kick in for later. We're going to explore the neighbourhood, have lunch at a nice restaurant we saw yesterday, and then a dinner party with a small circle of friends. It goes on for a short while, Um, let me just finish it. Um, I can probably do two hours of focused work and be done for the day and maybe reply to two more emails in the afternoon if I have the time. I look at my finances for the month and I see that one of my clients has already paid their invoice, so I've clocked in a comfortable four grand so far and it's only the second week. Um, I'm going to send a reply to my two referrals and then it's on to client work. I'll do a couple hours of writing and send the draft to the client. And I closed my laptop just as my husband comes in from the other room with his sunglasses in hand. So this was my visualization where I saw myself being free from meetings and other people's demands and expectations. And I'm basically free to travel and go to Spain, which is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm. Um, yeah wow yeah
0: just even listening to that there is such an expansiveness around it right like there's such some like openness and spaciousness and um and truly yeah I mean that is the dream life that you know everybody everybody wants but most people are like well that's impossible that's not 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 actually possible to do whereas you know you and I know that it is actually possible because I was in in Spain last winter actually all winter um Mm. I was traveling around um and doing exactly that
1: yes.
0: <laughs> you know so so and I love the I love the the detailedness of it because you know I think once once we see it it already is in in my yeah. experience once we can see something it already is but I think a lot of people are so afraid to even dream
1: mm, you're right I think people are like you know should I even put this down who am I to be writing this who am I to be asking for such a life but it is available to everyone as long as you are open to it to be honest when I wrote this particular visualization I was kind of in disbelief I'm like okay here goes nothing this is my ultimate fantasy like I don't think this is going to happen that was in December 2021 Mm -hmm. and now it's November 2022 and this scenario is going to happen next week because next week I'm going to Spain.
0: Wow, <laughs> look at that. And it's like not even 12 months.
1: Yeah, it happened in less than a year. So I think wow. everyone can do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, you know, I think you're right. Like, you know, writing the visualizations down and and, you know, having that approach of the 10 minutes, 10 months and 10 years time is a really good way to look at it. And it's like, because in the moment we're so consumed by the fear of the change and the uncertainty of what that means you know but i think when you look at all the you know that i can't remember who it is but there is like there's a there's a woman who looks at the who's been by the side of people who have died and you know looking at the regrets that they have and um sorry <laughs> That was my dog, by the way, who can just kind of rip my my cable out, but that's okay. He's Mm -hmm. part of the deal here. Um, (laughs) You know, there's a there's the um, the person who who looks at what are the regrets of the dying, and it's never I didn't do this, or you know, it's never kind of like oh I went off and you know lived in Spain for a while, or I left my job, or you know, it's all the things that they didn't do that they regret. Um, mm. And I think that's partly why I, I started this podcast, because, you know, I want to I want to see more people live authentically to really what they want. So I want to help them by telling these stories like you. You know, I mean, what an what an amazing kind of year. You've, you know, I'm sure lots of ups and downs, but, you know, I, like, look at that. And I mean, now you have to kind of dream, dream even bigger. Right. Because it's like, oh, wait, that's yeah. already here. So, you know, what else can I dream up? And it's a it's a yeah. snowballing of that. I think once you kind of start that, but it, it like you say, you know, there is lots of ups and downs, and it does require kind of a a recalibration every now and then because you know, like I don't know how if you experience that, but sometimes when I have like a really crazy dream and I really want something, I'm actually fairly quiet about it, about sharing it with others mm-hmm. because of their limiting kind of thoughts and beliefs and. Because I can take that on, right? It's like, oh, well, maybe, maybe that isn't a good idea. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe, um, is that what is your experience with that? Did you percolate your ideas and and dreams before you kind of like went out with it, or did you discuss it with like all your friends and and family and like how did you manage that?
1: I think I am the kind that I will just tell someone an idea as soon as I get it. Um, maybe it's my husband maybe it's friends but I do get what you mean by like you know um wanting to hold back a little bit and I found that if I try to consciously surround myself with people who are as they say high vibe mm-hmm. um, those are the kinds of people who will encourage the idea even if it sounds crazy um and they make me, they help me to believe that, you know, it's possible and I hope that I can do the same for them when they come to me with their crazy idea.
0: Mm, yeah, no, I love that. I really, really do. Two questions before we kind of wrap up. If you were to leave the planet, like, tomorrow, is there anything mm. you would do differently today?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Um, work less, I guess. <laughs> I, I found it. um, I found that uh, actually I kind of ask myself this question every day but in a less uh, maybe not so dramatic way funny, I but yeah. <laughs> like, what could I have done to make today better and I found that because I am a bit of a workaholic like I will you know just log away at my work for hours in the office in my home office now Um, but I found that my answers to what could I have done better today or the, 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 the answer to the question what would I perhaps I've done differently today um is to maybe work less and <laughs> just take it easy enjoy my coffee you know go out and yeah even though it's raining maybe not go out but yeah maybe just enjoy myself more with family and friends
0: mm, so it's the little moments to enjoy the little moments as they as they arrive
1: yeah and well as yeah. to
0: kind of part the wisdom of like, you know, like what's one piece of advice you would give someone that is kind of like, mm, my life doesn't quite feel like I wanted to and like that who starts out in this journey of living authentically. That's one piece of advice that you would give them.
1: I would love to say, just take the leap of faith. I know that doesn't work for everybody. So if I were being very practical, I would say, put into place all the systems and safety nets that you can before mm-hmm. you take that leap and you know for people who need a very concrete safety net that could look something like building out your emergency fund um for me it's keeping a running tally of um all the all the money that's due to come in this month from client work so even if i get the the shakes you know i'm like i don't have any clients what am i going to do this month i look at that tally of um money that people still owe me from ongoing projects and I'm like hey it's okay you know that people still owe me like tens of thousands in in projects and I'm not going to starve it's fine so yeah build out your safety net so that when you get the shakes you have something to hold on to Mm,
0: yeah that's such a good you know because yeah you're right some people are kind of like diving you know feet first and head first and some people are like no I need that kind of safety net in order kind of you know to feel with the nervous system to feel settled and kind of safe enough to kind of do that and i'm i'm with that i'm kind of you know i'm kind of more with that even though reality doesn't always kind of look like that but um it was so lovely Mm -hmm. lovely to meet you and i suppose where can people find you because you're a copywriting whiz i've you know looked at your website and i was like oh am i i might need to hire you (laughs) (laughs) so where can people find you the best and where can they find out more about you
1: They can connect with me on Instagram. I'm at freshpages.co or they can have a look at my website, which is at www.freshpages.co.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time. I had like, it's such a blast talking to you and it was so lovely to connect.
1: Thank you, Christine. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Unlock Your Magic. If you like this episode, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to subscribe, rate or leave us a review. These small actions help us immensely since we are an independent podcast without any sponsorship. See you next time.